Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. Today is a very special day for all of us here at the oh, no. Almost Better Than Silence crew. <laughs> oh god. We've decided to do a mass suicide pact. Goodbye everyone. This is <laughs> right, everybody cut their index finger and press them together on 3. Oh god. <laughs> Blood brothers. Oh, Blood god. packing it up. All right. Um no, it is our good buddy Doug Coleman's birthday. Happy birthday, Doug. Happy oh, birthday. Thanks. thanks so much, guys. Matt, you are enthusiastic <laughs> as ever. <laughs> well, that's a good intro. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight, though? Oh, pretty good. I actually ate before we did the podcast, so I won't be as incoherent and delirious as usual. Nice. Uh, brain food. Uh, so much brain food. I just shove it in my ears. That's how that works, mm, right? That's interesting. That's... No. It's not healthy. My doctor says it's the best thing to do for my brain. I meet him in the back of an alley all the time. He gives me sushi. Is this Dr. Toasty Buns by chance? Oh, Dr. Toasty Buns. (laughs) But uh, anyway, let's get get into uh, games we've been playing lately. How about Kier? I know you have something interesting you want to bring up. Well, this this isn't really a game that I've been playing lately. In in fact, I'm frustrated because I haven't been playing it lately. Uh, The Overwatch beta is pissing me off. Mm-hmm. So if if you haven't been following the whole Overwatch closed beta thing, basically Overwatch was announced a little over a year ago, and it's sort of Blizzard's crack at Team Fortress 2, right? Yes. And it's working. In short, it looks uh, fucking amazing. And you as soon as they announced it, you could sign up that you wanted access to the closed beta. And the implication was made at the time that the closed beta would be randomized in who the keys were given out to, but that if you had signed up earlier, that you would have a higher weighting in that randomization and whatnot. And whenever it comes time for the closed beta to come out, a huge percentage of the people that receive beta keys are people who also happen to have popular streams, and I don't think that's a coincidence. And it's a smart business decision, to do it that way because you get your game out there and more people see how awesome it is. That's fine. The thing that pisses me off is that's not how it was... It's not how the game was pitched to the user base at the start. They kind of lied to everyone and told them that they had more of a chance to get access to the beta than they really did. Wait. That makes me feel really cheated as a fan. A giant corporation lied to us? The consumers? (laughs) God damn it, Pierre, I'm going to have to take a step back and catch my breath, because I am shocked. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's definitely, that's how they felt about it, too. They're just like, eh, whatever, we're just going to piss off a couple people, it's not the end of the world. So they they don't mind burning the bridges of a few fans, which is pretty shitty, but... Yeah, it's really shitty. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm fine with them doing that if they're upfront about it, if they're just like... We're going we're gonna to give a large percentage of beta keys to streamers because we want you guys to actually all be able to see how awesome this game is and how well everything's working. Get excited for when it gets released. If they said that up front, I would have been like, fine, that makes sense, sure. But it was the, the carrot on the end of the stick, the false promise of potentially getting to play it and be involved in the beta because they needed meaningful feedback from players about game balance issues and stuff like that that was what the original sell was you know what i mean yeah no i definitely hear you and i think it's you have the right to feel the way you do yeah i think that might have just been a 
more of a mix up between like the promotional and the sales department and the actual developers who were, or whoever was choosing to get the beta keys. Cause it's, you know, it's just mostly what they said, which was the problem as opposed to, you know, what they've done or if the game's actually broken or if right. they sold like a yeah, fundamentally I, I don't, ruined game. I don't game. have a problem fundamentally with what they have done, the actions in a vacuum. It's just mm-hmm. what they said leading up to them. Yeah. I feel like it was just more of a miscommunication within Blizzard itself. That That's probably caused possible. the whole issue. Um, yeah, potentially. Yeah. How about you, Doug? You playing anything new lately? I actually am. So I got two new games. They came out today, the day of uh, this recording. But uh, one game is called One More Dungeon. This game is great. It's a first-person shooter roguelike with procedurally generated levels and pixel art graphics. It, it, that, it just is so fun Ooh. and... It, I, I think it's very up Matt's alley. Um, I'm not sure. What do you think of this? Yeah, this looks really interesting. Um, what, what's cool about it, it, in my opinion, at least from the graphics perspective, they went and did um, the old style Doom rendering. So way yes. back in the day, um, you'll remember sort of this one story sort of rendering technique. And um, basically everything was sort of this flat 3d world, almost like the, the windows 95 3d maze screensaver. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Good yeah. times praying to God. We find that end of the maze. You never do <laughs> that you little rat do. running around. Ooh. So, <laughs> They're really um, playing on the Minecraft nostalgia here, aren't they? That too. There's like in that, pixelated kind of graphics like yeah they're paying homage to it this particular style um is very 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 much old school um but what's interesting about it is they didn't actually use the renderer that um introduced this graphic style so one of the reasons why this graphic style was so popular and this is just a random bit of trivia is it was super simple to render because you didn't actually need to render 3d what you would do is you would simply draw vertical lines on the screen Right. So if you look at this, everything is a series of vertical lines, right? Like all of the walls are vertical lines. And then you fill in a gradient for the ceiling and a gradient for the floor. And so you say, okay, well, where would the wall be? How tall would that vertical line be? And then you just line them all up and you get the rendering of a room. But in this case, they actually took that graphic style and rather than rendering it like Doom or Quake or whatever game, uh, from back in the day, they actually did it with a 3D engine. Um, so the the edges are really crisp. There's all sorts of anti-aliasing. Um, the the enemies certainly use more than like 16 colors. It it really is impressive. This is quite good. Yeah, definitely looks. It's been. I played it a little earlier before we started recording, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. All right, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm probably gonna get this. Hear me out with this one. This, this is one of those things where my mind immediately shot off into a weird direction. Um, because of the close ceiling and like the Doom-like atmosphere, for some reason my mind thought, it's like playing a game in a sandwich. Like you get the top <laughs> and the bottom. <laughs> and then I started thinking about, what if you did? What if like the ground is peanut butter, the top is jelly, and you have to fight like the crunchy peanut butter, like little half peanuts. I want a maybe, sandwich like, a, level DLC. Yeah, maybe a, DLC. a bug crawls in. You're fighting like a bug as like the boss or something. Like, could could that work? No, no, okay, no. no this I, this I is what we've uh, replaced Rockstar Story with. <laughs> PB and J story. This would be a, <laughs> a a mashup between our company and the developers of I Am Bread. <laughs> God damn it! Ah, uh, I love. But this. No, I definitely like uh. 
comparing this style to a sandwich. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm wondering though, with the pixel graphics, if that's just if everything's going to be uh, compared to Minecraft with that, because there has been pixel games before Minecraft, but it's just the most iconic one. Like how a lot of first-person shooters in space are all compared to Halo now. Yeah, I guess whatever is popular is going to be what is referenced. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the comparison is going to change over time. Like if this is going to be the next pixel graphic. I mean, to, to be to. fair, there's a lot of different art styles you can convey with pixels, mm-hmm. and it's just the 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 artwork in One More Dungeon looks very similar to the artwork in Minecraft. That's why that comparison's going to be made. Yeah, yeah it, if if that comparison does continue to get made in, in perpetuity, I'm going to be really disappointed because there's lots of really good games that have come out well before Minecraft was even a twinkle in Marcus Person's eye. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's really a shame that all of those developers don't get the credit that they deserve um, in, in this sort of context. Oh, I agree. It's, it's just because... Um Minecraft for a lot of people is probably the only game they've ever played that looks like that. We actually talked about that with the guys from Feist because their game has the silhouette style similar to Limbo that a lot of people compare it to. Yeah, exactly. Go listen to the older episodes with Feist. Um, but there is another game that I've been playing and it, this also came out the same day. This game is called 12 is better than six. And what drew me to it was the play style and obviously the diff- the graphic style. It's very unique, but uh, it's very similar to hotline Miami play style of where you like kind of spin around and shoot people. But this, the worst thing, my only main complaint is that it doesn't have controller support. And it's so frustrating because I I would much pref- rather prefer to play this game with a controller, but it's still really fun with a, a mouse and keyboard. But graphic-wise, it looks. I think everything is hand-drawn, and it looks so fucking good you know, and ridiculous. I'm, I'm actually gonna disagree with you on this one. I prefer to do dungeon crawlers with a keyboard mouse setup. Skyrim's so fun on the computer. See, we'll get into that. But hold on, this <laughs> game, as far as uh. It, it's very fun, and I highly recommend it if you're into, like, Hotline Miami. But, yeah, you won't be able to use a controller. And the setting is, like, out in the West. Uh, I think in 1873, the main character's name is The Mexican, and you gotta just kill everyone. So, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, if it's... You know, he's the traditional Mexican garb. He's got a poncho and a sombrero on. And I'm wondering if that makes it easier to draw from the top-down perspective. Because he's essentially just a circle with a smaller circle. He's just a sombrero. Like, you don't have to draw the whole characters. Well, Well, (laughs) it it, kind of seems a a little bit in the game because they keep saying gringo and all sorts of weird shit. But also, uh, you, like, can get different hat upgrades and other stuff. So I guess it's just, like, the top-down perspective will will change with regard to whatever hat you're wearing. Now the sombrero's yellow. Now the sombrero is blue. And it's uh, well, blue I don't know if there's red. any color, actually. There's no color. It's kind of black and white. Yeah, it looks like the color's uh, blood. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just different hats. Team Fortress style. Just give you so many hats. It's a fez. It's a sombrero. It's a top hat. <laughs> uh, but-, but yeah, it's it's pretty fun so far. I'm enjoying it. It's like, I really did enjoy Hotline Miami, and it's just another kind of similar game. Yeah, I think I might agree with Kier on this with the at least the top down dungeon car with the mouse. I think it's easier to 
cut across in front of your character with the mouse, as opposed to having to rotate all the way around with the joystick. So I think the mouse gives you a little more faster, more responsive control than uh, two joysticks. But maybe that's just me. No, that's... Oh, it's not just you. Yeah, that's probably the majority. I just, I guess, don't have the most ideal setup for that. I bet you (laughs) played Champions of Norath with a controller, too. I never played that game. I've never heard of that game. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Oh my god. I mean, a lot. We've already talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, it's been established. (laughs) You've never heard of Champions of Norath? Uh, I'm looking it up now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no. It's, It's an older game. Like... Norath. Uh oh, I remember seeing this in GameStop all the time. I don't know anyone mm. who's played it though. Yeah, it doesn't look like the kind of game I would I'd be interested in. Yeah. Fun. You don't <laughs> like fun, Matt? <laughs> set in the EverQuest universe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Between yeah. the years of uh Diablo 2 and Diablo 3, this was one of the series that we Diablo 2 fans played that tied us over. Oh, they got the classic bikini armor for women. Where <laughs> the less you wear, the higher the defense is. Uh, that's always great. <laughs> well, uh, as it gets smaller, the magic is more condensed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the only spots of the body that the guys are aiming at, so it's good to protect the goods. Right, exactly. I will say, I haven't been playing anything recently. It's, you know, Fallout and Isaac, the same crap I've been playing the last two weeks. Or three weeks. But Dragon Quest Heroes. It's a thing I was talking about with Doug in a previous episode. Are we talking about the Facebook game? What? Are you talking about no. the Facebook game? No, no, no. This is uh the characters from the Dragon Quest series, like in that universe, mm-hmm. but it's like Dynasty Warriors gameplay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game's cool. And I was pissed off because there's only the English version for the PS4, mm-hmm. but then there's the a PS3 version in, I think, Japanese. But I just saw on Steam that on December third they're sending it or they're porting it to Steam on the PC. So I'm super pumped for that. So they are okay. Yeah, nice. Because I remember in the one episode we were going back and forth like they are, they are, they are. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was coming to the PC or not, but it seems like it is, and I'm super excited. Great PC Master Race. Ah, uh, eh, it's just more convenient for me. I don't give a shit <laughs> if it's console or PC. It's just. Everything seems to get ported to PC eventually. Right. There's a reason for that. How about well, you, <laughs> Um, I've been super busy with various types of work, most notably working on Pinecast, so I haven't had a huge amount of time to play games. However... Oh, look at me, I'm Matt. I have a job. I get money for mine. Look at him with his income and his ability <laughs> to pay bills. I bet you file taxes, don't you, you adult? <laughs> you, you don't pay taxes, Brent? I don't know. I might not. Oh, take, God. Taking a page out of the Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks to this podcast, Bryn gets audited. Yeah. <laughs> I Bryn, don't know what off that the means. Grid. <laughs> yeah, I'm going God in the woods. Damn it. If he does, we ha- you have to tell us if that happens as a result of this episode now. <laughs> side tangent i keep getting letters in the mail um addressed to me but with like a company tagline underneath it's like matt basta almost better than dragons from like <laughs> comcast business and I love that like various banks around the area and they're all trying to like get me to sign up for business services and so i'm really hoping that i don't get audited for like owning this podcast it's not even a real business like i don't have 
it incorporated or anything. So I don't know, like, who added me to some sort of, like, business registry or something like that. Um, but yeah. That's yeah, super that's interesting. That's amazing. It. <laughs> it's kind of freaky. I'm the CEO of Almost Better Than Dragons. How much do you guys make a year? <laughs> you get money from this? Uh, we like, make about you know, like three or four listens a year. <laughs> but the, you know, the, you know what they say: you got to spend money to make money. And so I'm, I'm expecting a big old check in the day now. <laughs> to diversify your portfolio? Yes, my dice are very diversified. Yeah, we, we have d6s. We have d10s. <laughs> Oh my god. But no, I keep I've been playing um more wedding escape, which has been phenomenal. Um unfortunately something I've come to learn is that the prices of the upgrades increase um exponentially, so they, they keep doubling every time. And what that means is that it's getting really difficult to, to upgrade things, and so I have to play lots and lots and lots of games. Um but it's it's so much fucking fun. And it it plays off of all of my um, obsessive compulsive disorder to like try and clear boards and things, um, and so that's been really satisfying. But in my spare time, I I have, as I've said on the last episode I was on, um, I have been watching substantial amounts of Fallout Four, and um, Doug, I don't know what else you have planned for this episode, um, but if it's stuff that you don't mind delaying until the end of the episode, I have a game for you guys that we can okay. play right now. Is it now. Fallout oh, 4 related? It is Fallout 4 related, yes. Oh, I'm God. Do best. Okay, well then, I'll save my topic for after we play the game, because I do have something that's really pissing me off. Okay, we'll get that out of the way first. I want to get all the all the Russell Jimmies out of the way. Okay, this one <laughs> this will be Russell quick. Let's do it. Jimmy. Is it driving you nuts? Oh, it's been. Uh, so... What do you guys think about this whole Rise of the Tomb Raider being exclusive to Xbox, already released on November 10th? PS4 and PlayStation 3, I don't know if it's coming to PS3, honestly, but it did come to 360. But it's they have to wait an entire year, like holiday 2016, till that's available. And then for PC, it's coming out early 2016. So everything's so vague, <laughs> but yet the fucking Xbox One users get access to the game already. And it's a game that I'm actually really excited for because I played uh, the past the 2012 Tomb Raider on PC. So I'm just like itching to play this game. So I can't wait till early 2016, whenever the fuck that is. But I would be even more salty if I was like a PlayStation 4 specific person and was like, I don't even have a gaming PC and I just wanted to play this game and all I have is a PS4. That would, yeah, that'd be terrible. What do you guys think of this? It's kind of fucked up. And also, before we go into it, wasn't Tomb Raider like a PlayStation exclusive originally? Because I remember like the PlayStation 1 games, like there was never like a Xbox thing ever. So like, it's like they specifically stole that franchise to be like, look what we're going to do. Yeah, well, the franchise itself is actually older than the Xbox system. Exactly. So what the I fuck feel like, is that I feel shit? like you and I had this conversation off air. Oh, potentially. Um, I... I, I feel like it was a PlayStation exclusive back in the day where your company that was making the consoles was making the games. If you played on N64, all of your games were made by Nintendo for the most part, the majority of them. If you were playing a Sega Dreamcast, most of your games were made by Sega. If you were playing a PlayStation, a lot of your games were made by Sony. That's not the case anymore. 
Microsoft doesn't make a lot of their own games. A lot of a lot of the developers that work for Microsoft are separate developers that are just owned by Microsoft. Um, same goes for Sony now. Nintendo still does their own thing a lot, but Sega is kind of working together with them now. The point is, the games you're playing aren't necessarily made by the companies that are making the systems you're playing them on. So it makes sense that Tomb Raider was a PlayStation exclusive when it was being made by Sony. I don't know how the transition happened, but um, it make it makes sense now that games aren't necessarily that way anymore because the the marketplace is set up differently. But I'm torn on the specific Tomb Raider issue because, while well, yes, it really sucks that it's going to come out on other systems later down the line, and it kind of seems like they're trying to push Xbox sales by doing that. At the same time, I'm also incredibly excited because Rise of the Tomb Raider is sitting in my game case right across from me, and I'm looking at it right now, so I'm kind of nice. happy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but the thing with it is, it's just like, what the fuck is the point of releasing a game and then for one console and then like making the others wait that is just straight bullshit i've never had to deal with that with a game before honestly well i know Uh, it sounds to me like microsoft probably paid the studio a lot of money to have exclusive early rights yeah so i'm pissed at them fuck off microsoft that was a low ball move yeah i don't know if it's still going on but i know a while back um, Metal Gear Solid 5 was on Amazon really cheap, like almost 40% off, but it was just for PS4 and Xbox One. And then for PC, I think it was like maybe 5% off. And then for PS, uh, PS3 and Xbox 360, it was still full price. So it was very clear that they were trying to push it, like buying for the next gen consoles, like buying for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Look, guys, and- here's, here's the reality of the situation. Console makers realize that consoles as a thing have their days numbered. That's what I'm wondering. Are they trying to push it because is this the lowest selling consoles like generation of the consoles? Because I don't I still don't know that many people with a PS4 and Xbox One versus when the 360 came out, everyone had one. Well, the other thing to bear in mind also, it, it, it's sort of two, two pronged here. The first is that if you are upset that a game isn't available for your console of choice, that's the way the politics works out. For every game that your console loses as being the primary console, another game is acquired, right? It, it That's just the way it works, uh, with the exception of like Sega-based consoles, I guess, because they just all died out altogether. But yep. <laughs> uh, That's so depressing. It's the dodo of the video game industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, probably the next Tomb Raider game is going to be the other way around, and it's going to be a, a PlayStation exclusive again, or, or some bullshit like that. It, it That's just the way it works, and sometimes it, it takes longer than other times. But the other thing is that PC games will almost always, going forward, come last. If you are really salty that the PC version of a game is incredibly delayed, then you are living in a delusional parallel universe. Um, I don't know what to tell you. PC (laughs) games are so much harder to make than console games. Every single Xbox One is identical, virtually, right? Every PS4 is virtually identical. And so when you're building a PS4 game, all you have to do is build it once, and then you could be fairly confident it works on every single PS4 that it's going to work on. When you build a PC game, 
you have to worry about every type of graphics card, every type of CPU. Does the user have certain features on their computer? What operating system are they on? How much RAM do they have? There's so many variables in building a PC game and so many different things that have to be considered. And half the time, it takes an extra six months or even a year in some cases, and they put it out and it doesn't run at 60 frames per second and everybody loses their shit. Fundamentally, PC games are are also going the way of the Dreamcast because they're simply too fucking hard to build. And then everybody gets salty about it because like, oh, this game is terrible. It's like, no, you just got a weird-ass computer. <laughs> I, think it, I, I don't know if truth? I agree with the statement that they're going the way of the Dodo, though, because a, a lot of PC exclusives are incredibly popular still. Like, I, oh, I think don't get PC me wrong, there's still a lot. A, a different kind of game being successful. Uh, look at so, sim- simpler games, um, file size wise, like uh, CS:GO sure. or League of but Legends or something like th- that. Those aren't those aren't necessarily even PC exclusive. They're simply capable of running on the PC, right? Like Hearthstone was PC exclusive for quite a while, and now it's almost exclusively mobile, right? All mm. of these really simple games, even Minecraft, right? Minecraft was, for the longest time, exclusively a PC game. And while Minecraft is still the most popular game in the world, contrary to everybody's predictions over the last 10 years, I guess not 10 years, but however long Minecraft's been around, it is now far more popular on mobile, I would say, than it is on PC. Because how much is it? Like five bucks? And every single six-year-old in the world has a copy of it? Of course. And so... If a company can make a successful game that works on a PC, and it, it's simple, right? Like Plants vs. Zombies, Hearthstone, even League of Legends, or, or more complicated sorts of mobile-like games, you can port that extremely easily to mobile. And doing it on mobile is actually better because, again, fewer things you have to worry about. The number of graphics card, CPU, operating system combinations that you have to worry about on PC versus all right, I'm making an Android game. How many different screen sizes are there, and is there a graphics card or not? And you can be p- fairly certain that your game works. So I would, I mean, certainly PC games are going to be around forever. Um, and, and perhaps it's a bad analogy to say they're going the way of the Dodo, because obviously the Dodo doesn't exist at all. But I think 10 years from now, the number of AAA games is going to be next to none that you're going to see that are PC-exclusive And in fact, I think a lot of game developers are simply going to stop building things for the PC because all of the people that buy the games just get upset and leave one-star reviews on Amazon, or they're just going to buy the game anyway for a console. So, I don't know. For a split second there, I... You said Minecraft came out 10 years ago, and I nearly had a heart attack. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) For anyone wearing... It came out in 2011. We're not that old. It's okay. It's five years. Half, half, half a decade. <laughs> what metric are you using to call Minecraft the most played game in the world? I'm just curious. I mean, it's been called that numerous. I don't know what the actual statistics are, but it, it, to the best of my knowledge, it it is. Uh, I wouldn't doubt the, it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it, in 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 terms of sales, Tetris definitely beats it hands down. Wow, I think. Um, in recent years, well, though, I mean, in terms of sales, the Bible is the most popular book. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that right. the Bible which is, is the which most is why popular I'm asking book. What, what metric you're talking here, because there's a couple different ways to look at it. Because, like, if you look at um, online games, for example, the most played game is always going to come up League of Legends every time you look at it. Um, I don't know, like, what 
game would win in sales for like 2015 or like for the last five years combined, that would be. I mean, I, I just did out. a quick search and um, Minecraft was declared the most popular game on YouTube of all time. Uh, number two was Grand Theft Auto. Number three was League of Legends uh, for Call of Duty. Um, Minecraft is the second best-selling video game ever as of 2014. Um, it, there's certainly a lot of metrics that you could go. And I'm, I'm sure that there are lots of games that you could find that surpass Minecraft in, in, in certain metrics. But, I mean, all in all, for a game that came out five years ago, it has the mind share of a game that came out one year ago, right? Like nobody's still talking about, um, I don't know. What's a game that came out five years ago? <laughs> uh, Minecraft. Wait, shit. <laughs> no, but I have something to bring into this a uh, little kind of newsy bit. Uh, everyone knows who's a fan of the podcast knows that I'm a big fan of the souls franchise. And apparently dark souls three is going to be the concluding game of the franchise, which is kind of controversial for people. I'm sure a lot of like diehard fans are like, no, I don't want it to end. But me, for instance, I'm kind of like, oh, they're finally figuring it out. Like, I'm they're... fine with it finally ending, but that game yeah. better be almost impossible to beat. Yeah, I think <laughs> I agree with that, and I also think it better be like the craziest yet. Like, give wanna, me the most stumble, fucking disgusting bosses ever. I want to stumble across the finish line after playing that game for five hundred hours and be like, Jesus Christ! I didn't think I was ever gonna make it. Because that's what I, heard I that want if you, when I play those games. I heard if you pre-order the game when you go to pick it up, the uh, retail worker who's selling you the game is actually legally allowed to smash your hand with a hammer to make it that much harder for you to play. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he was going to like stab you or something. And oh, like, no. oh, shit. <laughs> you, you sign a waiver, and as you sign the waiver, just a, a hammer comes down. And hits well, your when hands. I was playing Dark Souls, the guy's just like, prepare to die. When I was playing Dark Souls 2 for a minute in the middle of a boss fight, I actually got up, walked away from my console, and had to stop myself from unwillingly shoving my hand in a blender because the game had seized control of my mind. So they're getting more and more difficult. <laughs> when you sure. pre order the. When you pre-order the game, you're actually signing a contract enabling Hitman to come and hit you, uh, <laughs> come and hunt you down, so that you actually have to try and survive while playing the game. You engage into the most dangerous game. Oh, uh, it's like the fourth D of like video games, if you threatening hook, your own life. The second you hook your console to the internet, the game immediately alerts nearby authorities that there's a meth lab in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But it gives me, it just gives me hope that I'm glad they saw that they needed to end a series and not just continue to like year by year. Here's another game, just like the rest. So I think it, I hope they do new and exciting stuff with the capabilities they have. Yeah, they very easily yeah. could have turned this into the Madden of RPGs. So. Which they, I think they realized they could do that, and I'm actually, I commend them for not uh, going down that path. I just want to see something new and different, but we'll see. Uh, who knows? I have. Absolutely no reason for assuming this, no evidence, but I feel like it might turn into like the Halo sorta of like those action adventure games where the company's gonna stop making Souls games, but because it's just so profitable and so hot right now and just so popular, another company might get the rights to it and keep making games. Like Bungie Studios doesn't make Halo games anymore. By the way, we're so this is a continual complaint of mine, but we're always so just, like, drowning in sequels. We've got a new Halo, we've got a new Fallout, we've got a new this, we've got a new that. Wait, give me a fucking original game that's cool. Please, just something. 
Like, I don't get me wrong, I love Fallout 4. I love the new Halo. I like I like continuations of those games that I like, but whenever the entire market seems like it's just that, I get a little depressed. You know what I mean? There are a shitload of sequels now, and everyone's going for the trilogies in every form of media now, like movies, games, shows are getting spinoffs of within shows, which they've always done, but seems more prevalent now. Um, I think it's just the most mainstream stuff is all sequels now, because it's a guaranteed, like, you know, people are guaranteed to buy it. You don't have to create something new and risk people not buying it. I just but love there it are... when someone takes a risk with a huge blockbuster. It's why I love The Last of Us so much. Yeah, there are plenty of original IPs out there. I think you just have to actually hunt for them more. Like, you have to look for them more. Because I'm looking at my Steam library right now, and there's a good bit that are all, you know, original games or not sequels or anything, and I really enjoy them. Binding of Isaac, Armello, A, a lot uh, of those FTL. are taking a risk, though. If you, don't, if you don't have a lot of money to drop on a game that you're not sure about, like... Oh, well, that's, that's why it, uh, they're making all the sequels, is so they don't have to take that calculated risk. Yeah. So... You know, if you want the original IP, you're gonna have to have a company that takes a risk. I mean, uh, was it something Molecule, Miniature Molecule, the company that did Little Big Planet? I heard in an interview those guys were like six guys working on the game above a gas station in you know London. Like it, they're really, <laughs> really running and putting all their you know uh, apples in one basket with this game, praying that it's gonna pay off big, and it did. But now there's a bunch of sequels to it. Like there's, I think. There's a little big planet three, but I think in total there's like maybe eight little big planet games or something. Which I mean, they're all great, but I haven't played anything since the second one. Right, exactly. I just wanna, I just want the Last Guardian so bad. <laughs> I know, well, I know. It's, uh, I feel like that's like the, uh, was it the Tunnel Dream, the something where it's just like, you keep hoping for it, it might never Look, actually here's, happen. Here's what, hey, here's what I want more than anything right now. Don't change the game. Don't give me a sequel. Don't give me a prequel. I know, I know, Ico is kind of the prequel, but I just want a complete visual remake of Shadow of the Colossus. I don't want anything oh, well, different about the game at all. I just want it to look amazing. Well, I don't know if you actually heard us talk about this on a previous episode, but there's a game on the horizon called Pray for the Gods. Pray, P R E Y, Pray for the Gods. Mm-hmm. It is basically, uh, Shadow the Colossus clone, it's almost like uh, they Identical. should uh, be ashamed of themselves for basically copying the premise oh entirely. Oh my god, this looks exactly like Shadow of the Colossus. But it looks way more like a graphical update. Uh, there is no current release date, and it's just something that people are keeping their eyes on. Like That's why I kind of brought it to our fans' attention on a couple episodes ago. I need this game. This exactly i know keep, keep we will keep you posted on this listener this game does look fucking ridiculous i'll put a yeah, link if you, to if the you trailer. didn't go out and look at this the first time doug told you about it and you're a fan of shadow of the colossus at all go go watch this trailer right now because it looks it's fucking, fucking jaw dropping holy yeah. shit well matt <laughs> i think you can uh take us into your fallout 4 game all right. No, you you had something about Fallout Four. I remember what. Yeah. So I I this this is gonna make you all facepalm. But I Uh-oh. was doing work earlier, and I realized something. I realized that there's a lot of things in Fallout Four that have some really euphemistic names. <laughs> so we're we're gonna, we're gonna play a little game. Oh, I know a few. Urban Dictionary Sex Act or Fallout 4 Reference. 
This is okay. This is my I'm all for it. Already. All right. So, 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 who who's going to be playing this? Because, um, it, do you want to do? Um, I, I'm sort waving of three my people? hand in the air. You can't even. I know you can't see. <laughs> okay. Right now, but. It's an audio medium, Kier. It's not how this works. <laughs> One, two, three. Um. Listen, the the two people that are listening to this aren't going to care, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um. Let's 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 do... all roll a d twenty. <laughs> right, <sure. laughs> um let, let's do two people two people to play this and um just just to make it simple because or actually i could probably find a all right i'll chime in but uh my my voice of reason is going to be bren okay <laughs> so so you and bren are teaming up against kier okay for me. okay all right round one you gotta play some epic music for this doug it's oh, got to be find... like, it, get the sound effects from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and just stick them in here. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I will do just that. And I'll actually like splice in a little bit of Fallout. Oh, I've been itching for a lawsuit recently. Okay. Number one. Is the pain train a Fallout 4 reference? Or a sex act on Urban Dictionary. Right. Who are you asking first? Here. Um, I'm gonna go with a sex act. Is that your final answer? Yes. No, it is a perk <laughs> in Fallout Four. I oh, knew that one. What? It's for the power armor, right? That sounds very sexual. While wearing power armor, sprinting into enemies hurts and staggers them. Mm-hmm. It's the last one you get in the strength category, I believe. See, this is why I didn't know this. I typically play rogues in Fallout, so. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> excuses, excuses. I'm a rogue in everything that I play. I will say, though, this reminded me of Terry Tate Office Linebacker, which were those, like, Reebok commercials, I believe, in, like, 2002, which are hilarious. And the guy who played him in those commercials plays Cole in Gears of War, who does the Cole train. <laughs> so, kind of Woo! a video game reference. Woo! Make the there Humpty Dumpty, baby. <laughs> okay, Doug and Bren. Your question. Is the Land Shark a Fallout 4 reference or a sex act on Urban Dictionary? Shit. It's not a perk. It's- uh, wait, qu- question besides this. Is there any of these, are these qu- any trick questions where it's like, oh, it's both? No. Okay. Um, well, not that I know of anyway. Okay. I'm going to go with sex act, uh, but. Yeah, I'll uh, agree with that. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> th- this I'm one's gonna, actually kind of hilarious. Now you have to now you have to take a stab at what the sex act is. Yeah, but okay. you, you get an extra bonus point if you can tell me what the sex act is. Okay, so you uh, are laying on your back naked with a boner, like, squirming around, 
and something like you i guess your dick represents the the, the fin. fin it's not far from what i was thinking <laughs> i'm, no. gonna, I'm you, gonna say you're gonna go up to your significant other and pull him down like a shark like you pull him <laughs> into the water and oh my him. god this, i looked it's it up horrifying. this is terrible oh i mean not, you, don't, you don't actually eat them you're not hannibal lecter i'm saying like sexually devour them. no 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 i looked up what it actually is it's terrible oh god Oh, Matt, please <laughs> spare us. What? No, I'm kidding. No, what is it? I gotta hear this. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm reading this from Jezebel.com because Urban <sighs> Dictionary is too scary of a place. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I, went, I went straight to the source. The woman braces herself, facing a wall, naked, <laughs> hands against the wall, legs spread, bent over so that her ass is lusciously drying out. <laughs> Next... The guy, also naked, as well as stiff-cocked, walks to the opposite end of the room, places his palms together and raises them above his head, and begins chanting the theme to Jaws. (laughs) There we go. When some predetermined signal, the guy sprints toward the girl at full speed (laughs) with his pelvis Shooting and rams are dead square in the ass. I can't even understand him at this point. Oh, he then runs across the room insane. and rams his penis into her ass, is what he was trying to say. <laughs> oh Used in a God. sentence on UrbanDictionary.com. I have to be really drunk to try the land shark, but I'm usually too inebriated to run in a straight line, so I wake up kind of sore. <laughs> Too drunk to land shark. Right. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that's, that's one point for Doug and Bren. No points for Kier. Alright. Round wow. two. Oh my god, I got, I got myself back fucking together. <laughs> Jesus. Com- compose well, yourself. I, I laughed so hard that. earlier when I read that one, and I was like, I, I'm gonna be comma collective when I read this on the show, and then I I couldn't. I couldn't do it. No. <laughs> no. That was excellent. Oh my god. Oh god. Alright. Round two. Kier. Yes. Is the flying camel a Fallout 4 reference or a sex act on Urban Dictionary? The flying camel. This has to be a sex act. It has to be. Is that your final answer? Yes. You're correct. <laughs> the flying camel, uh, for one extra bonus point. I'm going to go ahead and say that... Uh, sense generally the animal camel is used in reference to camel so you give a girl a front wedgie but so hard that you pick her up and throw her across the room oh my oh god god that's a pretty i mean good guess yeah for a guess it's not bad i had nothing for that one i'm looking at it right now so i'll abstain oh gosh as your gal is lying on her back and you're hammering her from your knees you carefully move forward and prop yourself, without using your arms, on your dick, while it is still <laughs> inserted in her vagina. You then proceed to flap your arms and let out a long, shrieking howl, much like a flying camel. Strictly Matt, a class move. <laughs> for, Matt's instructional all, commentary, it sounds like he should do like like videos for like... First of all, I love, I love how whoever wrote this thinks that the description, shrieking like a flying camel would is descriptive enough because we all know what a flying camel sounds like right everyone of co- second of, of all matt's reading of this is fantastic yes <laughs> oh my god all right 
Doug and Bren. I I feel like this may not be late game enough for for Bren to know, um, or not know. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Bren, if you if you like actually know it from playing the game, don't chime in. Okay. Um, oh damn it! That was my <laughs> the reason he's on my team. Okay. <laughs> All right, Doug. Is the rocket's red glare a Fallout Four reference? Or a sex act on Urban Dictionary. Oh wow! I don't actually know this one for sure. Okay, I got a good I idea. Though, so good. Then I would, I would okay. love to hear you speculate. I need to yeah brainstorm with you then. Okay, in, to me, I'm leaning towards it's in Fallout Four. I have no idea why, because that's just too goddamn specific to be a sex act. But that's then again, all have of you, them are. I, you clearly haven't read up on. No, I have. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just. I just think that one specifically. It doesn't sound. I mean, it, it has potential to be. Don't no no so doubt. Is, but I just is that going to be your guess? I have, Fallout. I think I'm leaning towards Fallout. Bren, give me guidance. Since it is in Boston and Fallout Four, there's a lot of like colonial historical stuff, and there's all that you know American history, which is weird because it's like 400 years after it takes place in Fallout, and they're still referencing it all. Um, but yeah, since there's so much patriotism in fallout i'm gonna go with that as well okay well, uh, it does let, with rockets red glare you might think dog boner or something but no i think we're it's definitely fallout well let me let me ask you this but before you lock in that answer if so we're already wrong well no no, no. it's speculatively speculatively going the other way if rockets red glare was a sex act what do you think it would be well, now that D- Doug said dog boner, I can't help but picture that. Oh God, I don't want to include that in my answer, though. So I, I mean, well, we're really that- earning our explicit label today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dog boners, um, in Fallout Four, you get a dog companion, dog meat, and you meet him at the Red Rocket truck stop. A friend pointed that out to me, and we agreed that somebody at Bethesda had to know what they were doing with that. <laughs> Someone knew. Yeah. Well. I think the act would be uh, you just so hard that they blast off you like into the sky like a <laughs> no, that, that's Doug. That's the team rocket. You're blasting off in again. Nobody oh, that, sh- I didn't know that was already reserved. Can you like go no, take know. a biology class or something, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had sex? <laughs> Doug actually uh, jizzes with about 150 foot pounds of force. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, are you telling me, you guys, you don't release gallons at a time? Doug works at SpaceX. He's the engine. <laughs> I I honestly have no idea what it could be, Matt. So, all right. So, so you're gonna go with a, a Fallout Four reference? Yes, I think it's answer? a resounding Fallout Four final answer. That's correct. Oh. Oh, all right, ding, ding, ding. we're up to two points. That's exciting. Uh, Rocket's Red Glare is a quest and achievement trophy in Fallout 4. Okay, mm. okay. I wasn't sure. That's, that's I'm glad we got that right. Yeah, I guess I didn't get to that one yet. Anyway, uh, next round. All right, round three. Here is the Taffington Boathouse. <laughs> a Fallout 4 I, reference? Or is it a sex act on Urban Dictionary? God, I want it to be a sex act. I want it so bad. 
It sounds so Ta- formal. Taffington Boathouse. <laughs> no good. Honestly, I wanted, couldn't I wanted help to you. Be a sex act so badly. I really. It do. sounds like some. Sounds like something a Civil War general did. <laughs> like only, only he ever did. But it still exists. Hold still there, my lady, while I give you. <laughs> it's, it's like the a Taffington presidential Boathouse betwixt thing. your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If if it's not a sex act, I have an idea of what it could be. I though. have to I have to go with Fallout Four because of the Boston setting, unfortunately. But I want it to be a sex act so badly. Is is that your final answer? That's my final answer. <laughs> yes, it's the location in Fallout Aww. Four, uh, a two story a two story colonial, nicely upkept but unfortunately infested with blood bugs residents. Uh, blood bugs aren't bad. See, there's so much freaking content in Fallout 4, I don't know if I've seen these things, or I just haven't gotten to them yet after, like, 50 hours. There's so much stuff in it. Blood bugs aren't that bad, depending on which Taffington boathouse they're present in. <laughs> Alright, Doug and Bren. Yep. Okay. Is a cold lunch a Fallout 4 oh, reference? Fuck. Or a sex act on Urban Dictionary? I'm going to actually have to abstain from this one. Ah, oh, that makes me lean towards. I don't know what it makes me lean towards because I like, I think it's a sex act initially, but I want to say it's Fallout 4 because Bren's like, oh, I better back out of this because he knows it could potentially be something in Fallout 4. But sex act, I'm going with Fallout 4. Final answer. Ha! Yes! You're you're definitely wrong on this one. Oh fuck! A cold lunch is a sex act. Damn I, it! I knew that for a fact because I, I remember. No, going nobody into say a anything. S- nobody say anything, Doug. Oh, I will give you the point if you can correctly guess what a cold lunch is. Oh fuck. my god! Well, obviously, I don't know what it is, and it's probably super elaborate. It's actually uh, not nearly as elaborate. It's not nearly as elaborate as the No. <laughs> I don't know. It's um. There's actually two you... correct answers for this one. Um, I, or de- it's depending real. on how how well you interpret it, up to four correct answers. Up to four. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. Mine's definitely not one of the four, but this is what I'm going to go with. You see your girlfriend making a sandwich for herself. You end up having sex with her and eating the sandwich and then walking away. No. No. I ab- I abstained from this one because I've gone into a sex shop, I think, in Philly at some point, And me and my buddies found this book where it's just a list of the craziest. It's like an Urban Dictionary before Urban Dictionary. And all of these were in there. Like the hot lunch, the cold lunch, the glass bottom boat. Just a bunch the of them. Cauldron. <laughs> the cauldron. Oh, it's so many. And we, we had to leave because we were just laughing too hard. And apparently they don't like giggling in the sex shop. <laughs> I can only imagine why. Um, so a cold lunch, uh, <laughs> a cold so lunch gross. is the simple sexual act of forcing yourself to throw up into another person's mouth, usually in the result of the other person eating it. Um, how is that sex related? Damn it. <laughs> alternatively, when a man pisses and freezes that. his piss into the shape of a dick, he then has the woman suck both the dick or suck both his dick and the frozen piss popsicle at the same time <laughs> until she eventually winds up with a mouthful of piss slush and cum. 
That's the one I now, knew. See, I, I thought that that was I thought that was your answer to Doug's question when he was like, "How is that sex related?" I thought you were just going to stop <laughs> alternatively. You do both. It, it's one <laughs> yeah. and then the other. Um, uh, piss popsicle. That should be a punk band. Piss popsicle. I'm sure it is. That's terrifying. Um. So it's two two going into the final round. Yep. Yes, it is. I got to get this one right. Okay. To put the pressure on you. Who boy. Okay, Kieros. Yes. Is the lead belly a Fallout 4 reference or a sex act on Urban Dictionary? Hmm. That one. Uh, <laughs> I I can make a case for both. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, I can think of so many terrible, terrible justifications for it being a sex act. <laughs> well, filthy mind. It sounds. It sounds like it's probably like a perk or something in Fallout, though. That's my guess. If it was a sex act, what do you think it would be? If it was a sex act, based entirely on the horrible, horrible things we've heard already. I'm going to go with um, um, the sexual act of pouring molten lead down someone's throat while you're fucking them. <laughs> that that's, is that's a lot of hassle. <laughs> Mostly hey, only hey, attempted by blacksmiths. People, people that have fetishes <laughs> are not encumbered by complexity, apparently. So. This is true. It's, it's a fair point. Oh, my God. I know for a fact that's a fallout perk. So I guess correctly. Yes. Congratulations. Three to, three to two <laughs> balls in your court, Doug. Uh-oh. It's for when you eat food in Fallout, it reduces the amount of radiation you get from it. All right. Um. Last round. We need this to win, Doug. Yes. So if you happen to know what it is, I need your <laughs> truth. I won't abstain this time. So, so the last question, and this is... Uh, this is to uh, get a tie with Kier. Is an Eskimo trebuchet a Fallout 4 reference? What? Or a sex act on Urban Dictionary? Uh, Fuck. I, Please tell me you know this. It can't be in Fallout. Want, it has to be I a sex act. I want it to I, be in Fallout I, so badly. I... I well, I was leaning towards sex act, and I was going to be like, Bren, tell me if you've like run into this in Fallout. It can't be in Fallout. We're going with sex act. What would it be? Like a slingshot that launches snowballs or something? Like, it has to be a sex act. That's my <laughs> final answer. That's, uh, from his that's, laughter, I'm guessing that's what I it guess is. we're wrong. <laughs> it's in Fallout. Is, is, no. Is sex act your final answer? Sex it was, yeah. yes, yes. That's correct. No, it is the a laughter sex act. was for me looking up what it was. <laughs> so, oh, okay. yeah, for the He's win, at that. for the win, what do you think an you're Eskimo never, trebuchet is? You're never gonna get to this. If you guess this right, uh, I'm calling bullshit because you. I'll give. It up. I'll give you a little leeway. I'll give I, you a little I, I trust leeway. me. I'm not looking up anything. Um, yeah. Hmm. Bren, wait, I, can like can Bren count like a guess? Can we kind of have two guesses? Like Bren, what are you what are you leaning towards? Yeah, I kind of got an idea. I'm thinking it's something related to jerking off into a snowball and then throwing it in the air at your partner, and they have to catch it in their 
sexual genitalia and or mouth <laughs> slash buttocks. Okay, their here's sexual what genitalia I'm thinking. as opposed to their so, regular genitalia. <laughs> well, you have your you have your door to door genitalia and then you have your sexual genitalia. It's like it's two guys and they're sharing a girl. The one dude like flings the girl off of it off of his dick so hard like that she flies like it's a catapult. What is with you with dude. girls flying off of discs dicks today? <laughs> <laughs> this is like the third answer. <laughs> he doesn't know anything else. Sex is acrobatic. How many how many times have you ever had sex with a girl where she became physically airborne? <laughs> Once. Yeah, at least 12 times. <laughs> every day. Every single time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, um, were either of us close? That- <laughs> no, yeah, we have no idea, obviously. No. If this is your sick game. <laughs> you, you weren't You weren't close, no. You weren't, you weren't going to oh. get close. No. This is the most vile, just... I don't ahead. even know if I want it. Yeah, all right. Oh, no, you, uh, you have no, to you now. All right. Got to. All right. When you put your dick between your legs and a girl starts to give you head from behind, she has her nose in your asshole and throws up all over your dick after you fart on her. Then you turn around and open your legs and your dick slings forward like an Eskimo's trebuchet and puke splatters all over her face. Boom. Oh, great. What, what do Eskimos have anything to do with that? That is That's... ruining the Inuit people's names. <laughs> oh, God. There's no reason for Esk- Eskimos in that. Eskimo trebuchets clearly swing from bottom to top. They go that underneath. Was I... That was terrible. But if anything, it would be the Australian trebuchet then. Oh, my God. Eskimos, I thought, would involve snow of some sort. Oh, Jesus, Matt. Yeah, so, uh, okay, wait, now we need this, like, final yeah, that's a tie, tie one. Oh, God. That wasn't a tie, no. Was it? No, because no. yeah. we got the first part right, but not the two. second part. It's three to three. No, 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 it's three to three, actually. Yeah. You sure about that? Yep. Yes. If, I'm keeping track. Okay. Because if, if we guessed what the sex act was, we would have gotten the bonus Oh, that's point, right, that's right, I'm point. sorry, I forgot to mark it down. My bad. Wow, we're really getting that okay. explicit tag. Oh, boy. All right. I've got one more, but I'm afraid that it's probably too obvious. <laughs> and, and Bren, uh, you, you may or may not know this, depending on your, your sex shop and or Fallout experience. Basically, so I, you're I've not been allowed to, to use the crutch, Doug. Yeah, no crutches. I mean, yeah, if you want me to sit out, I'll sit out and you guys can just mono mono it. Okay, for the tiebreaker, bonus round, Doug versus Kier, is Trigger Rush a sex act on Urban Dictionary, or is it a Fallout 4 reference? I think it's Fallout. That's definitely Fallout. Shit, we're supposed to not <laughs> agree. <laughs> God damn it! Someone take the okay, shot I'll, for this. I'll, I'll 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 pick a different one then, because that one's um, it was Fallout. Yeah, it was Fallout. Oh, <laughs> dude, I didn't honestly know. Neither did I, but I looked it up on Urban Dictionary, and there's nothing. God damn it, friend! <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm I'm not playing anymore. Oh boy. Okay. I just uh, hit random okay. words, and it just okay. they're so All good. Right. Okay. All right, friend. Shut up on this. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I'll sit. I'll sit out. Doug versus Kier is 
The Mr. Sandman, a sex act on Urban Dictionary, or a Fallout 4 reference? Mm, uh, I'm going with sex I'm going act. With, damn it. Oh, that's what I wanted to go with, but not, I'll go I'm Fallout 4. I'm not positive 4. on that one, though. That's it. That's I'm it, not yeah. either. I, I, that It seems to me, I, in my heart, I would lean towards sex act, but since this is a face-off uh, bonus, I am going to go in Fallout. In my heart of hearts, hope. I know that it's a sex act, but I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, it's definitely plausible. That name is too, it lean it just seems like that's the case. But I'm hoping to God it's like a fucking trophy or a goddamn weapon. Fallout, please. I know this for a fact as well. I love this music. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Uh oh. Are you watching a video of people performing <laughs> this sex act? No, it's it's the it's the song. All right, so so lock in your guesses. What what are your guesses? Sex My act. locked answer is Fallout, and Kier's is, is Sex Act. Yes. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's that's your I'm answer. Just confir- oh, I'm just confirming oh, yeah, yeah, what your that's, answers are. That's, damn it! We'll to be Mr. Fallout. Sandman is a Fallout Four reference. Yes. No. Oh, what the hell I is need it? Urban Dictionary. This shit now. Well, technically everything's on Urban Dictionary oh, it's because it's also a sex act. Mr. Sandman, oh, is a, Mr. Sandman is when a sleeping woman's male partner or acquaintance ejaculates onto her closed eyelids. Upon waking oh, up, God the dried and crusty semen will feel like granules of sand when she rubs her eyes. I think we both win, and fuck that game, Matt. That's, <laughs> a, that's the thing. There's almost an entry for everything on Urban Dictionary. So, even if you don't think it is, it probably is on there. I mean, Al Gore is on Urban Dictionary. I don't, I don't want <laughs> no, I mean, to know. Nobody wants to know. Have you guys it's ever not played... a sex act, it's just Al Gore. So, I've played, bum, 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 Car- bum, bum, I know you guys have played Cards Against Humanity before, right? Yeah. Um, we have a house rule that we play sometimes where you're not allowed to use anything, but, like, for the white cards that you have in your hands, you're not allowed to use any definitions except... The Urban Dictionary definitions for the terms. Oh my god, it's that's got to be that's really difficult. Because I mean, like, I even I searched for Mister Sandman on Urban Dictionary. I did not find it. Did you type in Mister Sandman? <laughs> I did. That's what I did. <laughs> that's I that's what I did, and it did not show up. But here you go, buddy. Hey, you got. It's got to be. You got to be really adept. God damn it! Oh, there. you search for it with a uh, with the abbreviation. I typed out Mister. Oh la di da. But anyway, guys, I think that was a pretty solid Oh, yeah, we're episode. still recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do plugs and call it a night. Uh, so, where can people find you, Kier? Podcast. I have a podcast that's probably out now that you're hearing this. Uh, it's called Life in Overdrive. It's on the Almost Better Network. It's at Life in Overdrive on Twitter. Um, that's the most important thing I want to plug right now. Go listen to that. Cool. How about you, Bren? I'm doing that. Bad Rats Revenge series of all those terrible games you guys sent me. And I'm announcing it on the podcast. That way it motivates my lazy ass to actually finish it before this episode comes out. Good idea. So it should definitely be out by then. If not, it will be like that day. Nice. And Matt? Um, when is this episode going out? Uh, my birthday, November 30th. Oh, cool. So if you're listening to this, 
Um, the next episode of Almost Better Than Dragons has been released. Uh, it's going on on the 28th. So go check that out. Also, take a moment to pause the episode, click on the link in the episode description, and leave us feedback and tell us what you thought of the game that you heard today. And let us know if you want us to do more of it, or if you want something different, or if you hated it, or whatever. We want to hear from you. Definitely. And uh, listeners, uh, go check out our Facebook and Twitter if you don't uh, subscribe already. Um, also, give us a rating or review on iTunes. It would really help us out. And I think that that about does it for this week. We will... Oh, another thing, quick before we go, is that we're doing the best of I Was the Walrus starting this Friday. Every Friday of December, there's going to be an installment. So check that shit out. But we will see you guys every Monday as well. So see you next week. Bye. See you. Peace out.